0: You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Backup Catcher, with your host, Tieden Stroyer. Ah, well, that's the best I got for an intro. Deal with it. Um, yeah, episode two. Let's go. This is exciting. I've put a decent amount of prep work into this, so I'm not going to to waste my time chit-chatting in the beginning here about meaningless things. I'm going to get right to the meat. Today, we are going to be doing a minor's League preview. Right The minors teams i the, I don't care about the majors. I'm not in the majors yet. and honestly, I don't know if I'd want to do this counter kind of review for the majors. That's a lot of teams. That being said, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Um, i'd really I really have sat down. I've looked at the starting nine um, of each team, I've looked at the starting rotations, I've looked at their futures, I've looked at their, who they've got, and how many S36, S35, S34, S33 players, how many bots they're playing on their on their active roster. I've kind of ranked everything. And today I'm going to go through all of that data with you, um, but kind of in a, a short, bite-sized manner here. I'm hoping, hoping to hit at least 30 minutes here. Uh, so, listen, if you don't want to listen for 30 minutes, now's the time to back out. Or, if you want to just skip ahead to where your team is talked about, that's actually a good idea, as I'm talking about it. I'll let me, let me open a word pad here, and I'll, I'll kind of create timestamps on, on this original audio file of where I talk about each team. I can't promise once, um, Scud puts the whole, yeah, this is the, PB podcast network thing in front of it that the times are going to be right, but give or take, they should still be all right. I think that only adds like five seconds or something on each side. So anyways, uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm going to start with the West division of the Miners. And I'm probably going to start with the team that's in the most pain currently which is the Anchorage Wheelers. Alright, Anchorage Wheelers. Just from an outside perspective, they've got a lot of S36 prospects. They've got eight S36 prospects. So, it might sound like I'm being hard on them now, but their future could be bright, depending on if those users are active or not. They have the most S36 users. Not even really close, other than Kansas City, who has six. Um, but they have eight, right, and looking at them, none of the S36 users, I, I, I should start this off too, all my data is is either from the roster pages or the compendium, so if I did not go and look at updates, that's going to be a next week thing, I'm going to go and see, okay, who are your actives and who are your inactives, and that's, that's going to kind of be, uh every week kind of like ahead this week i'm gonna i plan on doing primetime game reviews um probably monday i'll get another podcast out with that but for now no i'm not getting into that i'm gonna kind of just stick to what's on the roster page in the compendium some of these s36 players uh they're probably doing updates they just haven't shown through but what always impresses me with Blair, is when I look at it, and they've already got TPE as an S36, I say that because it's an S35 player. I didn't have a, I didn't do my first update. I think until two weeks after I made my player. Part of that was because I didn't understand the update process. So, a lot of these S36s that I have hundreds uh, TPE. They could be active, and I'm just not seeing it yet, All right? I can only go off of the data that I have available to me, so that's what I did. But anyways, the Anchorage Wheelers don't have any of those S36 players that got an update in prior to this week. Um, but that's it's kind of not neither here nor there. The point is they have eight of these players, All right? So eight players, at least bullpen-wise, means you're not... You're kind of getting rid of some of those bots. So for those of you who maybe haven't dug through the files as much, the starting nine of a miners team doesn't have any bots. It should never have any bots. That would just be shit. Or er, excuse me. <clears throat> After my first podcast, I'm like, you know, that sounds really uneducated when you swear. So anyways, I'm going to fucking try not to swear. Uh, <laughs> um, that was really awkward. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee for a second here. All right, let's dig into these Anchorage wheelers. And remember when I said I brought up that document? I'm just going to put four minutes, 30 seconds. that's cool stuff for Anchorage. Um, But anyways, uh, yeah, they've got eight S36 players. That's kind of filling up, I mean, looking at their bullpen. All right, so they've got Boris Petrovic and Ira Clifton. Right. And those were kind of their draft picks for their bullpen. And then in their starting rotation, Bill Webb and Michael McGuffey. right. So the places GM's should be wanting to use their bots if they have to in the minors is their relief pitching. You don't want it in your starting nine. You don't want it in your uh, starting rotation. At least that's how I'm viewing the league. As I'm going through and seeing it, that's what I'm seeing. Um, So I kind of picked this up as I'm looking at all this data and... Anchorage has a lot of S36s in their starting uh, lineup in their starting rotation and two in their bullpen, so they kind of plugged them where they needed to. So that tells me that they actually kind of drafted correctly. They were clearly looking at their roster as they were drafting, so that way they could fill out their lineup and their starting pitching with at least, you know, players created by people, users, rather than bots. So I'll give it to the GMs. I don't know who the GMs are of any of these teams. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Anchorage Wheeler GMs that I think they did fantastic in that route. Uh, they are rough. They need some of these S36 players to be active. If they can get their S36 players to be active, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in even just next season. Um, but as of now, yeah, looking rough. They've Their total TP in their starting 9 right, is at 1,582 that's not the worst but it might as well be it's ninth that being said they're well below the average of the league their starting rotation also ranks ninth so of the 10 teams they're nine and nine um and starting nine total tpe and then i did the average of the starting rotation the reason i did the average is because some people have three some have four and let's just be honest the starting rotation is more like who you're getting a. uh who in that rotation is going to be seen on average? Because they're not seen every day, but your starting 9 is seen every day. So it made sense to do total TP for the starting 9. That's just top to bottom, the force that you're going to have to deal with. And then starting rotation is who on average are you going to have to deal with. Hope that makes sense to you. Uh, obviously, this is not end-all, be-all of data. That being said, yeah, Anchorage, Anchorage is kind of in a tough spot. Uh, they've got Starscream, who's an S35 player, that's honestly, and I'll say this for Anchorage, they have two maxed out players, Justin Justice and Manny Calavera, both, uh, well, Justin Justice an S33, and Manny Calavera are S34, they're at the 350 cap, those are their two 350 capped players, um, they got the top three, Chet Hookham is batting probably second in that lineup, uh, so it looks to me like the starting lineup for them would be Just Justice, Chet Hookham, and Manny Calavera. Uh, probably as their 1-2-3 hitters. And then after that, it's kind of just whoever is going to be most active. Right, they've got a, an S-35 and an S-34 player, neither of which are really active. And then they got four S-36 players. Michael Ferris Brewer, Zach Wilson, Trey Martin, Rex Fuller. And it's really just going to be which one of those guys steps up to getting their updates in. And I think they're probably going to be batting like fourth or maybe even they'll move in that third slot. Um, And they'd probably move Manny Calavera back down. They just don't have any actives right now in their lineup outside of the top three. Following that, uh, I'm going to go in their starting rotation. They got Starscream, How Howwood. Is it Hollywood? I might have mistyped it. Bill Webb and Michael McGuffey. Um, Starscream is their S35 stud. He's probably going to be maxed out within an update. Uh, He's at 322 TPE prior to this update, so he's going to be maxed out. So they're going to have a maxed out pitcher, which is kind of what you want in the minors. Um, And if he doesn't get called up next year, she might. I don't know what their majors outlook is. I'd have to dig deeper into that. They're going to be sitting kind of good if they can get Bill Webber and Michael McGuffey to be active. Dimitris Hellwood looks like he kind of stopped. He's S-34 at 158 TP, so he did some. I mean, that's great for, uh, as the Miners GM, you'd rather have a 158 TP inactive than a bot. So, hey, Bill Webb or Michael McGuffey are active. This team, this team is going to be a force to deal with next year. Uh, and then the relief pitching, they're just, I kind of touched on it a little bit. They don't really have actives, so they need Boris Petrov, petrovich or ira clifton petrovic boris petrovic petrovic or ira clifton to be active and then they can put them in as their stopper role i mean this this team's outlook is good but this year it's gonna be tough sled in there i would not be too excited if i was you and i'm gonna move right down alphabetically from probably the worst team in the west to probably well Statistically based, I, I know the firehawks are the best. I have to be a homer here, but statistically probably listen the national listen the World Series champs for the minors the reigning champions of the miners and the team that's gonna be really tough to beat moving forward. Your Amarillo Amarillo Armadillos, Dillo Dillo Right Clan. Um the Dillo clan. Uh, listen, this team's good. This team's stacked. They don't have the best starting nine. They don't have the best starting rotation, but they have some of the best batters and one of the best starting rotations. Starting nine wise are 2,413. That ranks second in starting nine, uh, top to bottom batting lineup TPE, and that's of this recording. Their starting rotation is at 256 on average, 256 TPE. Now, just to give you a comparison, the Anchorage Reelers were at 170 average TPE for their starting rotation. The Armadillos are at 256. The Anchorage Reelers are at 1,582 total TPE. Your Dillo Dillo Clan is at 2,413, almost 1,000 TPE to make up there in the lineup. So... I mean, they rank second in the league lineup, third in the league, third in the rotation. Let's go ahead and kind of dig in here. So when you open, when I open up my page, the first thing that stands out to me is, wow, they have a lot of S35 players. Also, they've got five maxed, capped minor league players. That's five people at 350 TP. If you don't know, maybe you're newer to the league. Uh, as a minors player, you can only go up to 350 TP. At that point, you just got to start banking it. Alright, So as you're kind of Planning out your player, keep that in mind, um, especially if you're going to be in the minors for a few seasons. Uh, I, I wasn't really aware of that until like halfway through last year, but your first year you shouldn't be capping. That would be actually, I don't know, maybe you won like a 350 TPE raffle put on by someone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think those ever existed. Those would be broken. But either way, um, yeah, they got five players capped at t- 350 TPE. That's incredible. And I know they've got an, uh, their S36 in their starting lineup. He's the only one who's below, probably going to be below 200. Maybe Care Bear doesn't get there, but all their lineups going to be above 200, except for their S36 player, Cali Alvarez, who I know is inactive. I see them on Twitter. I see them uh, chatting before the dra- Miners draft. Uh, they got a really good active user. Uh, I don't know who it is, but I know the name Kelly Alvarez, so that's how I know that they got a good active user. This is going to be a lineup that's going to be really fucking hard to deal with. Top to bottom, I don't know who's going to start. They got Hector Salamanca, Marcellus Clay, John Garfield, and Lalo Salamanca as their um, lineups that are capped. I think D. Nemete uh, S35 center fielder for him is going to also be capped this next update. He's at 327. Um, so their first baseman, Hector Salamanca, their second baseman, Clay Marcellus, their DH, Lalo Salamanca, and John Garfield, their third baseman, all capped. And then- all right. I'm back. Sorry about that. It's going to sound goofy as heck there because uh, my headset died. I was in the middle of giving you one of the best breakdowns ever. And I'm not sure where I left off. So I apologize for that. You know, I never claim to be a professional. I I just claim to try. All right, so I don't know where I left off. Um, I had the four capped Armadillo players uh, in their starting nine and then their pitching rotation, which is headed by Zach Taylor, who is capped at 350. Tyler Roglasky, Rogalski, Sorry, God, I'm so bad with names. You know, I saw something on the radio, uh, or I heard something. I'd, seeing something on the radio would be a trick. I'm not that, I'm not that good. But I heard something on the radio. I think it was like the University of Kansas or something did a study. If people are really bad with names, there's one reason they're really bad with names. It's because they don't care. That's literally what the study said. So if I'm getting your name wrong, it's because I don't actually give it a flying i do care i'm gonna get it right tyler rogolski you sir need to get your updates in you're at 199 as an s35 player come on what you got the 200 you almost got the 200 then you just stopped yeah uh they also got gurin voodoo it was at 324 and then another s34 player riyabi at uh, uh 151 he's an s34 player gurin voodoo is an s33 sorry um, I don't know how you get to three twenty four that you just stop. I don't know you're almost capped just do you know do an update but whatever um I'll tell you where the armadillos are weak and <clears throat> I'd say weak but it's only kind of a quote unquote they're bullpen they're bullpen if <laughs> they've got thirty five year old minor leaguer that's the name who's at hundred sixty six. A couple 100s, one of them being an S36, so the other one appears to be inactive. And then bots. So yeah, that's about that. So (laughs) the armadillos probably the team to beat, but if they don't win, it's because their bullpen held them back. And that actually wouldn't shock me if the division race is closer than it appears on paper because they don't actually have a bullpen. Hell of a lineup. Hell of a starting rotation. They just can't. Hey, come the fifth, sixth inning, if their starting pitcher is getting rocked, it's over. All right? (laughs) So, there's some hope out there for those teams in the West. like the California Firehawks. But, it's not going to be through their lineup or their starting rotation. It's going to be through their bullpen. And it's actually a very serious concern. Um, they also have the least amount of S36, so I think the Armadillo's window is kind of slamming shut here, actually. Um, they have a lot of S35 players, but again, they're bullpens weak. They're not really getting the, they don't have a max earner in their starting rotation in, in the uh, exact future here. Other than, yeah, no, so... Listen, their window is slamming shut, but this year, it could be their year. They could get two in a row. Um, they're one of my favorites. Not I, Listen, I don't want them to win, but they're one of my favorites to actually go ahead and repeat because I think their their lineup's actually really freaking good. And their starting pitching is really freaking good. Uh, <clears throat> On to the next team. We're going right down the list. Um, I'm actually... I'm not actually going alphabetical. This is just how they're listed in the index. So, I said alphabetical. Turns out, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, 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 A, K, L, M, N. So, I should have did Amarillo first if I was doing it alphabetically. But I'm not. I lied to you. Um, And once again, I didn't write when I talked about Amarillo. But that's fine. Going into Kansas City. I will write down 19 minutes for Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City. Just kind of at a glance... Not a strong team, not a weak team. They're, they've they got the 7th best lineup, but the 4th best starting rotation. So, middle of the pack, uh, they got 1,965 total TPE, and they're starting 9. The league average, again, is 2,058. So, they're kind of right there. They're basically kind of right at that league average. It shows you how close those middle teams are um, <clears throat> with their TPE, because the 8th excuse me there at seven. the 6th team is only 75 above them so it's their 7th best lineup in terms of tp totals but it's so close in the middle that you could actually put them anywhere between 7th and probably 5th and it'd be about the same so really how their lineup performs is going to be up to the sim gods their setting rotation is 4th best in the league Um, above league average at 225 actually kind of right at league average which is 220 so again kind of average average when it comes to lineups and rotations they've got a lot of s36 players and a lot of them already have tp updates in so kansas city your future is looking bright not to mention their studying rotation is probably got two max earners um... So we'll get there. We're going to start with their lineup. So in their lineup, they got James Dion, right field, Shia Miz, shortstop, Kendrick Mills, DH, Julian Confer at first base, Deegan Beckendram at left field, Logan Rayner, third base, Royalist Gratis second base, Girth Poppy, God, I love that name, Girth Poppy at catcher, and Jake Kulik Warm at center field. Of all those players, only one is currently at max TPE, that is Julian Confer. Their DH. That being said, it looks like they could have two more relatively quickly. James Dion, the right fielders at 316, so I'd imagine he's gonna hit that. Uh that, that max TPE there. Uh, and then there's so that's a decent lineup. Uh, there's S36 players which make up the bottom four are already getting their tpe updates in one's already at 135 girth poppy at 135 already 135 already right and i don't know if that's the highest of s36 players but i'd be i wouldn't be shocked if it is so kansas city average average right now across the board future looking bright as heck uh their s36 player they got 6, s 35, they got 5, s 34, they've also got 5. They're only playing 2 bots in their lineup. Um, that probably will change. I imagine they'll throw a 3rd or 4th in because their relief pitching is looking pretty shallow. Um, but their starting rotation is going to do it. They got Johnny Tsunami right, and Manorite. Both of them are known quantities. Mana rate obviously I think he went like first in the draft overall, majors draft. Guy's at an absolute beast. He's at three twenty five. He's probably maxed after this upcoming update. Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. But he's at least gonna get six, three, five, eight, so he's gonna have fourteen at least. So I don't know. If he's not maxed, I'll be shocked, but he's gonna be really darn close. Mana rate, known as a beast. Johnny Tsunami, he does, I believe he's the one that writes all the great content in the written media. Um, two players that are probably going to carry this starting rotation for at least this year and maybe next year. Then they, maybe not next year, Manorite might get called up. And, and actually, they both might. I haven't really been around long enough to know when starting pitchers get called up, but I wouldn't be shocked because they're good users. Dante Haversham is the S35 at 190. And then Francis Walker at S34, 141. So he's the inactive, but still having an inactive 141. You can just kind of shore up the back end of your starting rotation. And I anticipate them to use all these people in their starting rotation. right? And then the reason I do is because they just don't have the depth and relief pitching. Like A 141 starting pitcher is better than a bot relief pitching like for two days in a row. So I don't know. I'm going on the relief pitching. They have got the first on the list as far as relief pitching that are maxed capped at 350. Ermagad, Ermagerd, Ermagerd, uh, S34 player with 444 total TP, obviously capped at 350 TP for the minors as their stopper slash closer. Um, I noticed that most of these teams kind of use the stopper roll. Uh, because they they want to get that player in before you know they want to get that player on the mound to stop the bleeding. Um, yeah, other than that, there ain't much to talk about here. They got two S36 players like Samson and Herman Schwartz in their bullpen that if they can get them to be active will really kind of tie that loose end up. This team's gonna be good though, and they're only gonna get better as the year goes on. They're gonna start off average, and I think they're gonna end up being just tougher and tougher every week. So middle of the line. There we go. Uh, Moving on to your California Firehawks. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 25 minutes in already. I need to speed this up. I guess I'm rambling. California Firehawks, not much to say here. Pretty shit team. No, I'm kidding. Your California Firehawks have the best, the number one in total TP for their starting nine, top to bottom, the best lineup in the minors. They're unbeatable. They are unbeatable, and it's not just by a, a, a marginal. They're two hundred TPE total above the Dillos. They aren't just the best; they blow everyone else out of the water. Six hundred above the league average. Uh, their starting rotation. Yep. Well. <laughs> well, yeah. Here we are. He wouldn't be a California firehawk for the last few seasons if you didn't have just an absolute rocking lineup with a rough pitching staff. <laughs> Tough. Uh, and I shouldn't say that. Aaron Silence and John Marston are obviously studs. Alright, so they've got two absolute studs alright. In their uh in their bullpen there. Well, John Marston's not in the bullpen. he's in the bullpen. Aaron Silence is a starter. Uh, and they got Jeffrey Lebowski, who has got already, well, he's he's a known quantity, too. He's an old hat. He's, the user's an old hat for Jeffrey Lebowski. So, you know, he's going to be up there. So, Aaron Salen's probably gone. Maybe gone after this year. Maybe not. Um, but either way, if they're not gone, the pitching's not going to be the problem after this year. It's probably going to kind of reverse trying to go to the batting. But let's get into it. The Firehawks have a really diversified number of players in each regression season. S36-5, S35-5, S34-6, S33-3, which makes sense because you hope that by S- most of your S33 players are getting called up. That means they're active. Uh, the S33 players who haven't been called up that are still playing, uh, well, you got Arthur Morgan, who's probably at 704 TPE. Dude's probably gone after this year. Actually, he has to be gone. Uh, he's S-33. But, 704 total TP. Now, that obviously doesn't matter. He's capped at 350. The first four players in this lineup are all capped. French Fry, Arthur Morgan, Gladivero, Rusty Solomon Arms. If you're like, oh, I've heard these names before. It's because you have. S-32, S-33, S-34, S-34. These players have been around. Right? This isn't their first season of minor. This isn't their second Right, this is their third because if you're S34, that means you're S33. Um, right, that means you started in S33, so now we're in S35. So, yeah, this is like their third top four max earners uh, Danny Brennan Tunch Denstro. You're Tunch Denstro. Uh, he's he's right behind him. Uh, I have I assume both these users will get their players to maxes as well as Dan King Jr. within this year. So it looks like their first seven are just going to be max players this year. I would assume by like week two, or by at least week three, seven of the nine people in this lineup are going to be 350 TP This lineup's insane. It's going to be insane. Hopefully it produces. I'm a big fan. It's just the pitching literally the pitching. Uh, but Aaron Sands, Jeffrey Lebowski is going to be, I assume he's going to be 200-something come playoffs. Uh, Batsman Dad hasn't got an update as of this. I haven't, I don't know if he's active or if he's been active. Um, hopefully he does because he's the third starting pitcher. He's really needed. He's really, really needed. Uh, yeah, and then you got Johnny Whiplash, Sean Marston. Oh, and then we also – I'm not even trying to pronounce it. Hippocrites, Hippocrites. R K O R, R K O R, Hippocrites, R-K-O-R. R-K-O-R K R-K-O-R. I don't know. That's an old hat user as well. He's at 144 already as an S36, so he's probably going to be the second stopper. We'll have John Marson and Hippocrites. So bullpen's actually probably going to be on the up-and-up. This team might be something to look out for, as always, come the end of the season. Kind of touched on that. We're gonna go into the Bruce City Bears. I've realized that I've been kind of just rambling about teams. I'm sorry. Um, I don't mean to. I'm just kind of looking at the data, data. I'm looking at the Dare Hey. And uh, <laughs> I wonder what state he's from there. I wonder what part of the United States he grew up in, Derhey. Um, the Bruce City Bears gonna jump into them. They have a good lineup as well. They also have better starting pitching. So, I'll give you that number. The Bruce City Bears, total 2,393, and they're starting 9 TP. Again, the league average, which is kind of what you got to be comparing this to. Week to week, that number, total TP, should be going up. Uh, the average is 2,058, so they're quite a bit above average. They're actually the third highest TP total right now and they're starting nine rotation is fifth so they're actually they kind of set the benchmark for league average they're at 224 tpe on average and they're rotation and 220 is the league average um, and kind of the layout of their team is let's see they've got a decent amount of s35 and s34 players they have the 8th most S36 players at 3, um, which is actually tied with uh, Puerto Rico as well. Um, again, our, our the Dillo, Dillo, Dillo Dillo team having the least amount of S36 because their window is slamming shut. Uh, so, digging in to these Bruce City Bears. Probably, thematically, my favorite team. Uh... Being that they're all about beer, that's fun for me. But let's get into their lineup. They have a decent amount of capped players. They have four players capped at 350: Mustard M, Mustard Travis, Grantholm, Greenwall, and Elwood Hayes. Uh, they're all capped at 350. So excellent, excellent lineup at least for those top four. Uh, during spring training, they had Elwood Hayes batting sixth. I'd imagine he's probably going to bump up to fourth. Um, unless he's not a power hitter, but I would definitely get him in that top four if he's not. Uh, just because he has the TP, you want those guys getting as much at bats as he can. Unless he put it all in like fielding range. I guess it's center field, that's possible. Maybe his bats. Ah, I'd have to look at him. Um, either way. They've got OOTP Wizard, they've got Bella Cove, and they got actives. Listen, all their players are kind of active, so that's, I mean, and they got Jordan Gonzalez, an S36 player with 134, not as high as the 140 that uh, whoever he was can't, already passed it, Uh, but again, he's got to be, he's one of the top earners so far of the S36 class, so Tell you what, this Brew lineup can rake. That's a good lineup there. That's top to bottom. I would say, if they can get Dennis Moltoid Man to get back on line. All right, I don't know what Dennis Moltoid Man is doing. I don't know what a multoid is, and I actually don't want to know. It sounds kind of dirty. I so I know what an Eltoid is. So, I'm assuming it's, it's an Eltoid, a little mint you put in your mouth. A multoid? I don't know what it is. I hope it doesn't go in my mouth, though. It sounds disgusting. Then you got pitching. Uh, Pitching for the Bruce City Bears. You got Skippy Jensen as their 350 capped player. And then they're kind of got the... uh, Oh, they got Allegra McArina, who's an S35 player who's on their way to getting capped. And then Phil Donahue and Willie Miller, who are S36 players with 129 123 TP. When you see that S36 and you see they already got that updated, you know they're hot to trot. This is going to be a good starting pitching rotation. I actually don't think this is the Bruce City Bears window this year. Listen, they could do it. I'm not saying they couldn't do it this year. But I think next year, next year I think they're going to be the people to fuck with. I think they're going to be the big dogs. Dillo Dillo's down, Big Bear's up. Listen, I'm pretty sure, mark my words, that's how it's going to play out. But the same thing with the Dillo's. They don't have a bullpen. So, that's obviously got to be a focus going into next year's draft, is get some of those active bullpen users. Right now, as their stopper, they're using an S33 100 TPE inactive Ryland Moffitt. They've got a slew of bots, four bots in their bullpen right now. and An S34, and S32, and an S33 player who's also inactive. I'm not even going to give them the time of day. You know, if you want to get your name said on a shit podcast. At least put some TP in your name. You know? Put some TP to the name. Uh, So yeah, so kind of just summing up the Bruce City Bears here. I don't really think this is their year. They're going to be good. They're a playoff team. But next year? Next year they're going to be excellent. And that wraps up the West. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the East Division and then I'll end it with my predictions for the who's going to win the division in um, the West and the East. And then I'll give you my World Series prediction, who's obviously going to be the winner of the West and the East, otherwise I don't think they'd win. And then, yeah, that'll be it. So going into the Florida Flamingos, kind of the same exact boat as kind of the Bruce City Bears. They're just kind of a little bit behind them. Um, they're at 2,170 total TPE for their starting nine. Again, the average is 2,058. And then their rotation is just below league average at 216 per starting pitcher and league average 220. So they're six. Listen, Bruce City Bears were three. Florida Flamingos are four. Bruce D. Bears were five in the starting rotation. The Florida Flamingos are six. Uh, they're kind of just that. The difference, the reason I'm a little skeptical here about the Florida Flamingos, they don't have the max earners. right? Their lineup's old. Well, that's not actually true. They've got 5S36, 6 6S35, and 7S34. I was looking at that S34 number. You know, the big thing that sticks out to me is they only got one player who's at max, and that's Mega Blaziken at 384 TPE. Um, Listen, you look at a lineup, and you're really hoping you see at least, like, someone with a total of 400 or 500 TPE, because that means you've got an active. Someone that's really freaking active. And I'm looking at it, and they just don't have anyone out of the 300s. Listen, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying there's S35 players in the 300s, capping out right now. If you're an S34 player and you're not in the 400s, that's okay. Not everyone's going to earn TP at the same rate. But on your team of everyone, you would hope you had one. right? And they don't. But Mega Blaziken is their mega leader in TPE. And they got Murphy Ohulahan at 341. So he's an S34. He's almost capped. And also Barnabas Hammerman, who's 347. He's also almost capped. So I don't know what those S-34 guys are doing. Those two need to get capped. They're so close. And then, yeah, they got... So their big stud, Jordan Buchamp-Reyes. He went very high in the draft. Yeah, he's a right fielder for them. Um, Jordan... Beauchamp Reyes is the second. That's a recreate. His first player, the same name. It just wasn't the second if you haven't figured that out. I like the people that do that. Instead of just going with junior, they just say, yeah, it's the second. But I've always thought it had to be junior, then the third. I thought the only time you could do the second if it wasn't a direct... Like, you had a kid that wasn't him. And then, like, maybe your grandpa was Jordan Buchamp Reyes. And now the grandson is Jordan Beauchamp Reyes the second. Right, so you get kind of like the, you know, the dad was missed. That's where the second gets put in. Otherwise, it's junior. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I always like when I see the second junior. Like, I know it's a recreate. It just kind of helps. Either way, he's at 300. He's going to be capped. So, they're going to have two players. They could easily have four players at max cap at 350 TP. But I don't know about those. Murphy O'Hulahan and Barnabas Hammerman, if they're active or not. Uh, Looking at their pitching, they got Psyduck, Luis Hyon Randall Jr. Um, Both S35 players, both are probably going to be max earners. Almost guaranteed. Uh, Luis Hyon Randall Jr., my other uh, Buffalo Surge draftee this year, along with me. Touchdowns for your touchdowns. They both got drafted to the Buffalo Surge, so... I've, sp- I've at least, I ch- haven't chatted directly with the user, but I've seen the the activity. I know that's, I think, I mean, that's a recreate. It's got that junior. There's a little, like, hey, it's a recreate thing. Um, and I, I expect they're going to be good. So kind of the same thing with the Bears. I do like the Bears' outlook a little bit better just because I know that lineup's disgusting. The pitching here is going to be really disgusting. And uh, can't I say Ex- super welcome? What can I say, except you're welcome? <laughs> Good one. What can I say, except you're welcome, S36 player? Already at 144. This might actually be, I keep saying this, but this might actually be the top S36 earners so far. What can I say, except you're welcome? So this starting lineup next season could have three max earners three 350 TPE players on it by next year. If Cyduck and Luis Hein, actually Luis Hein, i will probably get called up. Psyduck might as well. Either way, this isn't a team that come week three of the sim file, you're just gonna walk over. This is gonna be, this is gonna be a team that you're gonna have to go through their pitching squad, because they also have the bullpen. They have Dylan LeBlanc, and how often have I said that? Not very often. They also have Dylan LeBlanc, they have Brandon Maurer, Maurer, I don't, like how that's spelled. Brennan Marger um, at 317. Dylan LeBlanc at 300. That's your closer. That's your setup, man. And those guys... Well, Dylan LeBlanc looks like he stopped earning. But Brennan Marger Mar is definitely still earning. He's at 317. He's going to be a max guy. So this pitching is going to be really freaking good. Not only that, they the rest of them kind of look inactive. They have an S36 player, Leonardo Costa. Uh, the rest of their players in their bullpen. And I kind of skip over the bullpens because, I'm going to be honest, I spent less time looking at them. But there's, a, I can only name the things that are kind of sticking out about them. And I can say they've got at least one Max Turner there, their Brandon Meyer. So <laughs> He'll, he's going to shore it up as their closer probably. Um, they've also got a 148 player, 100. Listen, they're not using bots. That's the big thing. And you got a bullpen, you don't want to be using bots. So Florida Flamingos, I like their pitching outlook. Um, I like the Bruce City Bears hitting. They're kind of the same team to me right now. Uh, But they're both, the Bruce City Bears are obviously just a step up uh, if you look at it. But listen, the Florida Flamingos kind of on the right track. And that leads us to the State College Swift Steeds. State College Swift Steeds? I have a weak lineup <laughs> they have 1854 again average being 2058 so they're about 200 tp below the league average um that puts them at the eighth best lineup so anchorage wheelers were ninth these are just a step up <laughs> actually the gap between them and anchorage is actually kind of jarring it's like 300 tp it's like 270 actually it's like 270 tp <laughs> but it's it's a little jarring to look at at least state college is close to the league average the problem with State College is their starting rotation is also 8th. 174 average TPE. Um, again, league average 220. I'm going to keep repeating that because I know when I listen to something, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I want to keep hearing the numbers that I'm comparing to. So if it's annoying you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Make your own fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, let me take a drink of my coffee here. We're at 43 minutes. I'm really trying to... I really thought I was going to do this in 30, so... goes to show you how out of my own fucking mind I am. Um, State College, 8th and 8th. I went over that. They have... A decent amount of S36 players with 5. Kind of short on S35 players with 4. That puts them at 9th. That puts them tied for the bottom of S35 players. They've still got 5 S34 i still got five S33, so they've got the most S33 players left on their lineup. Um, and the pro- That's probably not a good thing, so let's go ahead and dig into it. Yeah, it's probably not a good thing when you get... Uh, well, actually, you know what? That really short up their bullpen. Instead of using bots in their bullpen, they have S33 100 TPE players, so... Hey, if you're going to join the PB, at least make a frickin' player. Make them a relief pitcher. If you're not going to be active, make a relief pitcher. Throw these minor league GMs a bone. You know... <laughs> good lord sorry about that i don't know what's going on with my mic i mean it's dying i know the battery's dying <laughs> i actually just hate it because it's plugged in right now apparently it's telling me to shut up um yeah so throw your minor league gms a bone I'm sorry, by the way, if you're actually listening to this for the amount of just shit quality content that I've been, I've been trying to make good content. I put a lot of work into it. I just, I haven't got the speaking bit down quite exactly where I want, but I'm going to kind of fall into place as time goes on. And I'm going to be honest with you also, uh, just like the Bruce City Bears, I did a little bit of drinking last night, so... I'm not, I don't quite have all my druthers about me this morning, um... It's already afternoon, and i got to go to work in a few hours, so, yeah, it is what it is. All right, where was I? State College Swift Steeds. They have one player who's maxed, one who's on his way, uh, pitching, who's going to be maxed, and then a decent bullpen. So, as much shit as I talked about them being eighth and eighth in the, well, the problem with their starting lineup is they've got two players who are max earners. Uh, you know what? And they also have all too well 10-minute version. Um, all too well 10-minute version. I don't really know what that's a reference to, but it's kind of funny. Uh, I actually didn't know how to say the name until I listened to one of the streamers. I think Al Gold understood it, and he said it. But uh, Let's see. Scotty McSticks is their max player. He's an S33 at 391. So it seems like he really just wanted to be a minor leaguer. I got to three ninety one and then he just stops, or maybe just I don't know, life happens. Listen, I I like to imagine that no one's got anything going on in their life. So I don't know what happened to him. He just got lazy. That's what it is. Has to be that. <coughs> Sorry, that had to be awful for you. Um Aaron Ford. S thirty three is at two twenty five. El Taul, ten minute version, he's at two oh nine. But I know he's active, so I'd imagine at some point this season he's gonna be maxed. Uh, and then we also have Squint Pelodorus. Pelodorus. Listen, I'm really trying here. Some of you guys just really like head slam your keyboard in the middle of your names. S35, Squint Pelodorus. He's at 313. It's actually because I'm an idiot. That's why I can't read him. Uh, and he's at 313. He's going to be max. He's an S35 player. So I'm seeing. Three max players, and they're starting uh, nine. Other than that, it's just kind of inactives and in middle of the road TPE guys that aren't going to go any higher. So some of those better lineups that I'm talking about, namely the California Firehawks, your California Firehawks, uh, th- you're just looking like one through seven max TPEs. This one here, you're maybe looking at one through three, four if you're lucky, probably not. Maybe not even one through three this year. But they've got Hugh Mann as a pitcher. He's at 324. He's going to be maxed. That's, just, that's kind of what's holding up their sitting pitcher. And then they got Neymar Cove and Huey Freeman is S36. I know Huey Freeman is going to be a good earner. That guy's got his tweets. He's got his Twitter there. Right? He's tweeting he's tweeting his Twitter for that money. So I expect Huey Freeman to be very good. Um, so their starting lineup's going to be good. One maxed guy and then, like, an S-36 guy who's probably going to be in the 200s at the end of the season. That seems good to me. Uh, and then their bullpen doesn't have any... Oh, they got Drew LeBlanc. They got two S-36 guys. Drew LeBlanc appears to be active. already got his first update in. And he's at 123. So, he's active. So they're going to have a couple decent stoppers. And then they got a bunch of 100 TPS 33 players kind of everywhere here. And that's better than a bot. So... Right on. Um, Also, I have a note. Huck O'Hara retired. I don't know why I wrote that there. I think because when I was looking, he was in the SIM file. But then when I went to find his TPE, I saw that he just recently retired. So he's going to be out of that SIM file. But, rip. Huck O'Hara. R.I.P. my friend. R.I.P. Alright, that's your state count Swift prestige. Let's go ahead to the Puerto Rico Ranas. Alright, Puerto Rico what can I say other than an average starting nine, a 2025 average of the league 2058, so they're kind of like right at the league average. Hence why it's the league average. Most teams are probably around that, and but they're they're, they're <laughs> oh oh that starting rotation. What what kept the run as relevant last year? What's going to keep them relevant this year? Listen, if you can't have your pitching. You got to have your bats. If you can't have your bats, you got to have your pitching. And the Puerto Rico Radas have their flippin' pitching. All right. They have Max Erner, Grayson Yates, soon to be Max, Johnny Quest, also soon to be Max, William Sparza. Their top three are going to be maxed within this, probably this sim file. I wouldn't be shocked if William Sparza gets it. If not, he'll be in the next, next week, so... They're going to have three, 350 TP starters to start the year, basically. Basically. Maybe not Willie Esparza. Again, he'll get there. I mean, if he's at 340, you know, what's the fucking difference? Yeah, their starting pitching is actually kind of nutty. <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. Their relief pitching, also pretty freaking good. Their stopper, 319, max earner. Cooperstown. Cooper S Tony. Cooper S Tony. Cooperstown. But I'd like to say Cooper Tony. Uh, They also got Anthony Parco, S35, 286. Kevin McThumper, 294, S35. So they've got maybe three max TPs in their fucking bullpen this year as well. So they're gonna have three in their starting rotation, three in their bullpen. Yeah, they've got a bunch of, and also Carson Wozniak. He's the S36 player to kind of keep an eye on there. Um, If he can earn for them, that'll give a good relief pitcher because they have their stoppers. They have their top-end relief pitchers to use in high-leverage situations. But they have a lot of bots. They have their bots kind of filling in their bullpen outside of them, but that's fine. Most teams do. So (laughs) it is what it is. But what I haven't talked about is their starting nine. The reason I haven't talked about it Probably because there's only one person really to know. And that's Gilbert Hooper, the S-34 player. I shouldn't say that. There's players to know. and He's the only one that's max TPE earning potential. Other than maybe Joshua Bolton, who's at 279. But he's an S-34. So, they do have Joseph. They've got a Joseph. I don't know. It says Joseph Smith in the sim file. But I'm pretty sure I saw his name as something else in the player page. Joseph He's an S-36 player that's got TPs and Skylar Strobel Jr. is an S-36 player that's got some TP in already. So they've got two S-36 players that got some TP in. And they got a slew of S-34 players who just walked away from the game. All four of them. Damian Chambers, Joshua Bolton, Thomas Ferguson, Moho Rising. I mean, what happened there? You guys just quit? I mean, they're, all, they're all below a bunch of S-35 players in TPE. Or they're just middle of the pack earners. And you know what? That's fine. This team doesn't actually need them to do a whole lot more because they got a middling lineup, starting nine, but their pitching is actually freaking godly. I'm pretty sure every Miners GM looks at this pitching lineup and just salivates, wishing that they could have that, wishing that they had the starting and the bullpen to boot. And that's just, just, you don't see it in any other roster. You just don't see it. This, I mean, it's such. It stands out so much. I think it's probably the most impressive thing in the minor leagues is the Puerto Rican Rano's pitching staff. Like I said, big California Firehawks. Your California Firehawks, right? Big fan of them. Obviously, they got the lineup. That their lineup is very impressive. Perhaps seven max TP earners is to you know second week. But <laughs> listen. Everyone wants to hit the ball. No one wants to be hit with the ball. Alright. Yeah, wait, that's not exactly what I meant to say. No one wants to throw the ball. Everyone wants to hit the ball. No, no, not in Puerto Rico. I don't know what's down there. These aripitas they're eating down there. They're eating these freaking aripitas, and they're getting these buff arms because this pitching staff is actually insane. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're all just eating, like, fried corn flour. They're all fat, so they don't want to have to run the bases, so they did went into pitching. That's why everyone, no that's why every one of their batters just stopped gaining TP. They're all just too fat and lazy now. Uh, yeah, I can't do it, you know. I say that like, not, not everyone outside of Puerto Rico is fat. I mean, we're like the fucking United States, like the most obese place ever. Uh, let me take a swing of my coffee, and we're at 54 minutes. So let's see if I got five minutes each team. 105. I'll be done by an hour 10. Again, if you're listening to this, I apologize. I didn't anticipate it to take this long, but I wanted to give each team their due. You know, it's kind of fun. I know I like when my name's said by someone else. You know, Coach Dunstro. It feels good when you're watching a stream or something like that. So I want to put this out there, uh, let everyone know that I gave a shit about their players, and that I took some time looking into it. Uh, So let's, without further ado, let's get to the Chicago Kingpins. The Chicago Kingpins. At League Average, just like the Puerto Rican Rados, right, 2089 total TPE, League Average being 2058. They are fifth best as far as the starting nine rankings the Chicago Kingpins are. So they are actually your League Average. uh, They're above it, technically, but, you know, they're average. And then they've also got a good pitching staff. At 265 tpe they're the second best just to give you an idea how good the puerto rico Ranas pitching staff is just so you can understand they're the first best starting rotation right their average starting starter has 320 tpe the next best now remember we're maxed at 350 in the minors the next best starting rotation is 265.5 Fifty five less TPE. And that's the Chicago Kingpins with the second best drag rotation. Just to give you an idea how good the Puerto Rico Rana's pitching staff is. It really is nuts. Alright, so getting into it here. Uh, Puerto, uh, Chicago Kingpins, sorry. Puerto Rico, I'm done talking about you. You've had your you've had your little chat. It's time for me to move on. Chicago Kingpins, they've got One max TPE player, as of now, Joe Shiesty Jr. They have two potentials, both S-34s. So, not exactly top earners in the S-34 class, but not bad. With Eric Belmont and Joey Moose. My dog's having bad dreams right now, so it just kind of freaks me out. She makes weird, like, bubble noises when she's dreaming. Um, so distracted. They got Jeff Windsor, an S-35 player with 250, so he's kind of pulling his weight. Uh... And then they got a bunch of people that kind of look like they went inactive. Kobe, Froby, Kobe, an S-34 player at 207 TP. I don't know. To me, that says inactive. But I'd have to look at their update page to really know. But if you're S-34 at 207, you're not a max earner. And that's okay. But it probably also means you're inactive. Uh, But then there's the starting pitching staff. You know, they've got Benny Sheets at 336 and S-34. So I don't think he's going to get 350. It sounds like he walked away. Sounds like he was really active for the first couple years and he just got bored. So I don't know. He's at 336 TP. And then Matt Stroh, who's probably going to be their 350 TP pitcher with uh, 326. And then they got Charles DeBall at NS35 at 265 TP. So 265 means that he's probably still active. So they're starting pitching staff. And then they got an S36 player with 135 TP already, Joanna Solberg. So. Hey, you're in that 130, 140 as an S36 player. That either means you're a recreate or you get it. So you're ahead of the curve than where I was. Uh, <laughs> and to me, that speaks that he's, he or she, Joanna, probably a girl. Listen, I'm, I'm not here to, to gender anything. I'm just going to say the name and say the TP. It's 2022. I'm going to get in trouble here. Joanna Solberg, 135 TP. That's an active user. Uh, so they're starting rotation top to bottom, 1 through 4. I'd imagine they're going to be at 200 by uh, probably week 3 of the Sim in the 200. So, listen, I'm looking at three 300s a max. If Benny Sheets gets on, it does like one update. He'll be max. So they'd have two max TPE pitchers with Benny Sheets and Matt Stroh. Matt Stroh probably is going to be the only one is my guess, but hey, I'm not calling anyone out here. So pitching staff, really good. They do not have the insane bullpen that the team I'm not going to talk about anymore had, but they do have a good bullpen. Junha Choi, he's an S35, 175, and Slums McKenzie, S34 at 199, so that tells me they're not the most active users. That's Slums McKenzie, the player. Their user's probably not really active anymore, but they got Chicharron de Pollo, an S36 at 127. So, hey, you're an S36 player with an update in already. 127. That's pretty good. So, yeah, and then they got a slew of bots. So in their bullpen. So again, their bullpen's not n- nearly as strong as the last teams. Their starting nines middling. Really good starting pitching though. Uh, the Chicago Kingpins. You've done a heck of a job drafting starting pitching. All right, and last, and not least, actually kind of least. Actually, yeah. Last and least I'm sorry, Louisville. You don't deserve that. All right, you're trying with your 10th best starting lineup and your 10th best starting rotation. TP. Listen, it's and only the third most at 36 draftees. Listen, Louisville, you're in for a rough road. All right, your total TP of your starting night. Now, I could have messed up. Well, I can't have that. I was pretty tired when I did this. I don't think I did though. Alright, your starting 9 has 1,400 TPE compared to the league average of 2,058. Now, I'm going to have to give it another look-see. Just to, I'm going to go ahead. I got the game open right now, so let me just... I don't want to slander you if you don't deserve it. Lineups. Okay. No, nope, I got it right. You guys suck. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Alright. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is how I make enemies. Alright, Louisville. Listen, there's a future for you. It's just not any time that I can see. Alright, you've got the 10th best lineup at 1,492 TP, league average 2,058. And your starting rotation is at 162 average TP, league average 220. I mean, listen. You've got five S36 players, you've got six S35 players, you need them to be active, right? Your S35s or S36s are your future there. you got a slew of S36s in your starting lineup, none of them have an update in. you got an S36 in your pitching staff, doesn't have an update in yet, and that doesn't mean anything, uh, it's just, like I said, it's kind of my way of determining, oh, this is what's going on, and then TJ Hadlock, your relief pitcher. Who's an S36 also. Doesn't have an update in. Uh, that You know what? That is what it is. I mean, listen. If you guys need someone to go in and shake up your locker room a bit. I'm your guy. I know I'm a firehawk through and through. But I'll go into your locker room. I'll start throwing the gifts at people. Until they get their updates in. Alright? That honestly looks like your problem. Ted Zelenok. 210 35 player. Draco. Sunazo. S36 only at 100. Dill. Mustang. S34. He's 302. So... Dale Mustang gets a few more updates in. He should be maxed. That being said, he's an S-34 player. And I think by most standards, 302 is is low. But again, everyone's getting TP at their own place. As long as you're having fun, it doesn't matter. Uh, Brunk Moreland, Richie Wheelhammer, Noah Hartman Jr., S-35, S-35, S-34. That order, all in the middling hundreds of TPE. Walt McLaurin, S-35, 175. I believe he's active-ish. He was active um, up until I think last month, but yeah, I'm getting a phone call, but I'm going to just ignore that. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. All right, then you got Cap Space at S35 216, their best starting pitcher. Um, I think he's still doing updates. Not a max earner, but he's active, which is really all you need in any player. And. Yeah, that's pretty much all there is to note about the Louisville Lemurs. I'm sorry, guys. I kind of, like, went in on you. But, <laughs> listen, you're, the team speaks for itself. Listen, if you're a lemur and you're you're hearing this and you're not happy about it, do something about it. Now, don't kick my ass. Go get your updates in. That's what I need from you is get your updates in. Make me eat my own fucking words. Make me eat my words. Prove me wrong, because I'm somebody. No, I'm not. You don't need to prove me shit. But, if you don't want me talking shit about you, don't be the 10th best rotation, and don't be the 10th best starting 9, uh, top to bottom lineup, <laughs> out of 10 teams. Alright, you get what you get. So anyways, let's uh, let's get into the, uh, the last bit here, which is going to be... Let me make sure I'm still recording. Alright, it's going to be my predictions. So, I'm gonna start with the east and then i'm going to move i'm going to start with the west and then i'm going to move to the east so in the west your favorites to win it are still the Amarillo Armadillos mainly because of all the reasons i talked about listen they've just they've got a good lineup and they've got good starting pitching they're a well-rounded club uh, their window is closing i think i think I think their jams are probably gonna say otherwise, but I think this is their year to win it, and if they don't win it this year, then they're kinda of just they're probably not gonna win it the next couple years. Reason is I think the Bruce City Bears have a really good window in the next couple years. Uh, but this year I think first I'm gonna do Armadillo, second is gonna be your California Firehawks, third is gonna be the Bruce City Bears, and honestly, if I'm not being biased, California and Bruce City are probably going to be bouncing back and forth. I actually think California, because their lineup's so good, could take the division. They could. But I think most of the year the Armadillos are going to. It might be close, but Armadillo's probably going to hold that division lead and come out with it. And hey, Bruce City could too. But that's kind of the one, two, three punch there. I think Amarillo has the clear number one. California Firehawks versus City Bears are kind of 2 3 in the mix, but outside chance for winning the division. And then you got the California Hepcats, um, which is your fourth. And then your Anchorage Wheelers taking a blast. Oh, God. But I've already said my piece about each team. So. Going into the East, so we got Amarito coming out the division. I think they're probably going to make the World Series. Not a guarantee, though. Is this them? If not them, California or Bruce City, I like their chances. And then in the East Division, listen, it's, according to my data, my data, Puerto Rico and Chicago technically have the same chance. I think Puerto Rico is kind of the odds-on favorite. Their pitching is just too disgusting. I don't even know why I'm acting like someone else is going to win it. That pitching staff—I've hyped it up. I've talked about it. I'm sticking with it. Their pitching staff's the best in the league by far, not even freaking close. Puerto Rico round is going to take the East, and then I think Chicago second, uh, Florida Flamingos third, State College fourth, and uh, sorry, Louisville. I've already shit on you enough, but you're in the tank. You're bottom of the division. And I think you know that. So, I mean, listen, it's a game of TPE and sim. So the only thing you control is the TPE. Louisville, get your TPE up. Then I won't shit on you. So then we got the Ranas and Amarillo in the World Series. Sound familiar? Uh, and again, I think there's some other teams. I mean, the Kingpins could surprise California Bruce City, right? Those are the five teams. It's going to be the Armadillos, the California the Bruce City Bears, the Kingpins, or the Ranas in my opinion. Right? Listen, Kansas City got an outside chance. I don't think so. Florida is probably the sixth team that I would throw in there. Um, but, and listen, the Dillos are just good. I think they're probably going to repeat as the World Series champs if I had to be not biased. I think they're the odds-on favorite, seeing as they have the second-best lineup, third-best starting rotation. But I wouldn't be shocked if any of those other teams that I stated usurped them. All right. So there you go. I've said my piece. I'm sorry for the drops in this podcast. I'm sorry that I cut in and out. I'm sorry that I'm not the most exciting public speaker. But if you made it this far, I do thank you for listening to the backup catcher episode two. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.